abundance. We all want more of it. Health, relationships, career, prosperity. To be human is to strive for more. There's ample advice on how to create abundance. We need to have positive thoughts and believe in ourselves. But what happens if positive thinking doesn't come naturally? Are we doomed? I'm Jill McCabe, author, entrepreneur, negative thinker turned optimist, and your host on the Thinking Vitamins podcast. For years, I struggled to believe in myself. And for years, I fell short of my goals and aspirations. Until I learned a nifty bit of neuroscience that taught me how we can all rewire our brains to have more positive thoughts, self-belief, and abundance. That's what I created Thinking Vitamins for. Thinking Vitamins are sticky ideas, mantras, and perspective shifts that retrain your brain to expect good things to happen to you. So I ask you, are you ready to boost your abundance? Let's dive in. Question. Have you been struggling with a really tough decision about your employment, wondering whether or not you should stick with something that you're currently doing or start your own thing? This is a question that a lot of people have been feeling over the last year, and it's not always such an easy question to answer. Sometimes we know we don't like what is going on for us, but we don't know what we would do that could be better. And that could leave us feeling really stuck. Today before the show, I was talking to my producer, Trina Brooks, and we were talking about the concept of the great resignation. And she came forward and said, you know, that's starting to feel a little passe. We should be talking about the great rejuvenation. And that got me really excited because it's spring right now. And spring is the time in which the natural world revives and reinvigorates after those cold winter months. You know, in some ways, the cold winter months right now haven't just been a cold winter months. They've been two years of lockdown and restricted social activity and major changes in what we are expecting from life. But what do you do if you're stuck? If you really just can't decide, if you're in that limbo place and you're like, yeah, I'm not happy with what's happening, but I really can't figure out what to do. This episode is for you because I wrote a whole book on the topic. My book is called It's Go Time, Build the Business and Life You Really Want. And in it, I describe how particularly people with subject matter expertise and skills can start businesses in such a way that you make room for life, that you have freedom in your life, that you're not just slogging it out for yourself instead of slogging it out for somebody else. And I'm going to share some of the wisdom from that book so that you can figure out what you need to do and spring into action. Thinking Vitamins with Jill McKay. train 
what brought this top of mind for today's podcast is actually that I met someone last week and she was telling me about an employment circumstance that was frankly depressing. She was the manager. I'm going to have to keep some details sort of vague because of, you know, I don't want to reveal what's going on for her. But she was talking about uh, her employment situation. She's a manager for an organization that's having a really hard time getting staff. And she is working seven days a week. She's working many nights. She's working through the weekends and she's really struggling. On top of that, I found out that she's working for someone who's taking a larger paycheck than she is and not lifting a finger. And I was absolutely in a state of shock. I have been a consultant and coach to small businesses and entrepreneurs for well over a decade. And never have I ever heard, well, once I did and I quit that job, but an entrepreneur who would not do anything, take a paycheck and allow their lead person to work so much without properly compensating them. So I said this to the woman, why would you take a lower paycheck than someone who is quote unquote retired? I said, what value are you getting from them that you couldn't just start yourself? And she said, oh yeah, you know, Um, her partner had told her, her friends have told her, everyone around her is telling her she's in a bad situation and yet she's struggling to leave it. And we had a really good heart to heart. And it turns out she has a really good relationship with this retired business owner. She has a real sense of loyalty to this woman And that I, you know, it was absolutely beautiful and I deeply respected where she was coming from, but also said, you know, you can't stay in a situation that's not good for you, thinking that it can somehow be good for others. You know, we are all connected. We are all one. If a situation is bad for one person involved, it's it's not it's bad for everyone involved. I don't believe that there can be a winner if there's a loser standing right next to them. I just don't believe that. So, we had a chat about what she might be able to do. Now, my my background is in helping entrepreneurs grow their businesses and helping new people start their businesses. And if you're finding yourself in a situation where you don't know which way to go. You know you're not in a good situation, um, but it's not all bad like this woman, you know, where they have that good relationship, but you know something needs to change. Where do you begin? I will tell you where to begin. You you begin by looking at yourself. This is not something that you rush. Now, the woman that I just told you about, I told her it's time to really get clear on you. We're living in, you know, a culture that does not understand the importance of of self-reflection. 
I know that I didn't understand the importance of self-reflection until I did my master's in leadership. I joke about this, but I was I was a consultant in entrepreneurial organizations, helping people grow their businesses. And I went off to get my master's in leadership to get this stamp of approval. Like, yes, I have the definitive way to boss people around and make them follow my clients who were the leaders that I was guiding and and developing. And boy, was I in for... (laughs) Boy, was I in for an eye-opening moment when I discovered the first two weeks were all about self-reflection, understanding the self, getting really authentic about my values and, and not just what I thought they were, but how I was living and what I was actually doing and getting really clear on what I wanted and what I enjoyed. If I wanted more joy in my life, I first had to figure out what that joy was, that was eye-opening. Because what I learned about leadership through that experience is we can't, we can't be, you know, truly effective with others until we can lead ourselves. And how that's helped me work with people like the woman I spoke of, we'll call her April, since this episode is in April. How that helped April is that I suggested to April that she just spend some time getting to know herself. In my book, It's Go Time, which, by the way, you can get for free at my website. There's a link in the show notes. In my book, there is a model for how to get to know yourself. The first thing you want to get to know about yourself is how did you end up in a situation that was less than satisfactory for you? That's something incredibly important to look at. And a lot of people don't realize like, hey, how did my actions from the past get me here into a situation that is less than, I love it, (laughs) yay. Because until we know that, until you know that, you're not going to be able to create that future that absolutely excites you to wake up every single day. And you don't want to make a significant change to your employment until you actually understand where you want to go. You know, it's go time. This is much, my book, it's go time. This is much about, you know, hey, (laughs) this isn't working, Um, but it's also about figuring out where you want to go. So start by understanding got you where you are now. Because when you understand that, you'll be able to change it. In my last episode, my guest, Monica Canducci, had an incredible idea. She's She mentioned that, you know, leaves of trees are reaching for the sky. And that's like humans, we're reaching up towards the sky, wanting to get more. But until we look at our roots, what's down below, what's dark, and maybe we don't want to see it, until we get real with that, you know, we can only grow as high as we understand our roots as, and the depth of where they come from. And I just was blown away by that concept because it's so true. We need to understand why we made decisions that got us where we are so that we can not judge ourselves, not, not, not wallow in that, but so that we can go, oh, okay, I see what needs to change. 
I teach how to do that in chapter four of my book. You can grab my book on Amazon or you can get a free PDF copy through my website. The next thing, once you get a real understanding of where you are, the next thing is to understand if, if you want to create more joy, you want to understand better what brings you joy. And the best way I know to do that is to look at your past and discover what has brought you feelings of joy in the past. So if you want what do you want in your future? Are you, are you looking for more fun? Go look at your past and look at the times you are having the most fun. If you want to feel more, you know, like empowered, go look at your past and look at the times you are feeling more empowered. Go find the stories. This is a storytelling exercise. You can literally spend a few days just thinking about the best of your past. You know, we have a tendency as humans, you've probably heard this, when we look back on our past, we have a tendency to think of the not so great times. But what we really want to do when it's time to rejuvenate, when it's time to move forward into our best and brightest future, is to actually understand the best and brightest parts of our past. So that is where to start. And it comes from storytelling. And it's almost frighteningly simple how much it motivates people to do this looking at what's gone before. Allow yourself to see the commonalities of those stories once you've written them. Allow yourself to say, hey, what's similar about these stories? What's similar about the times in my life that I was happiest or the times that I let in my life where I felt most empowered or the times in my life that I felt most proud of myself? What is common about these times? And each of those categories are going to, they're going to be different categories. Like the most fun is different than the most proud of myself. The most fun that you had might be at a concert that you went to and you had a really good time. Okay. Well, if you want a future with more fun in it, you might do more things like that. The most proud of yourself might be the time you went to take care of an aging aunt or uncle and you took time out of your day to show love for someone who loved you when you were growing up. So if you want to feel really more proud of yourself in the future, then you might do more things like that. So know that what you're looking for in the future, um, you've already done a little bit of it in the past and you can intentionally bring that in to where you're going. I think it's important to take this time for self-reflection because it's really again, not a good idea to charge off into a new direction when you don't know where you want to go. Now, how long should you expect it to take to do this activity? We think that we can just sit down for an hour and sort of write this down and do this incredible soul searching. And it's like, aha, there it is. Because again, our culture has not really encouraged us to take a deep look at who we are and do this powerful self-reflecting. But it actually takes quite a while. Uh, my company, BoomU, we help experienced professionals start expertise-based businesses. And the first step of that process is self-reflection. 
You want to know how much self-reflection? And this is guided by us. They're working one-on-one with experts, helping them go through this process. That is a two to three week process. And they are giving that at least seven to 10 hours a week. This is no light thing. This is your future. This is your life. It is okay for it to take time. It is okay to give yourself one, two, three weeks. It is okay for you to read several books. It is okay for you to stop and do those activities. If you think you're taking too long, you're not. You're not. It's absolutely right. So if you're not doing it with a guided professional, if you're doing it on your own and it takes you one or two months, that's okay. That's one or two months well spent, if you ask me. Because this is what happens every time. If you are thinking of that new business, if you're thinking, should I go work for someone else or you know, should I do my own thing? The very first thing for you to get clear on is what brings you joy, right? It's what makes you feel proud, what makes you feel alive, what makes you want to wake up every day. If you don't know that, you're not going to build a business that is in alignment with your goals. The, The next thing, and if you are considering your own business, the next thing that takes, again, two to three weeks in a guided process, so it's okay if it takes you longer if you're doing it yourself, is to figure out what that business could be what would to truly bring you joy there are so many different ways to make money and they all come down to the same thing solving a problem for other people business always comes down to whether you want to offer a service or whether you want to offer a product it always comes down to discovering that people have a problem that's driving them nuts and that you figured out how to solve that problem. And it doesn't have to be a new problem. It really doesn't. It just needs to be a problem that you know how to solve. Uh, Again, I talk a lot more about this in my book, It's Go Time, but know that there is a lot of room in the market for everyone. So you, if there are still people struggling, then that market is not saturated, okay? There is room for you. If you do go to my book and get the free, uh, my website and get the free version of my book, it's go time. You'll have an opportunity to watch uh, a free masterclass called How to Transition to Entrepreneurship. And that masterclass will actually help you understand better why you really, there's room in the market for you as long as there's people who still have the problem that you would like to solve for them, either through a product or a gadget or a a service or a course or something that you know how to do or teach them. So that's part two. And again, that's called business design. Allow that to take a little while, but let that be driven by something a way that you want to make the world better, a way that you want to help others. If you can think of something that drove you nuts to figure out how to fix, I guarantee you it's driving someone else nuts. And if you figured out how to fix that, then there are other people that you could help. That's how to figure out, you know, what business to go into. And then, and then finally it's, you know, it's, it's go time, it's execution. Um, if you are thinking of doing your own business, if it is uh, the great rejuvenation for you involves starting your own thing, then I'm going to say make sure you're really good with your time. 
that's another big thing in the book is really understanding that running and leading a business takes a lot more effort than creating the product and putting it out there. It's not for everyone, but it's really soul satisfying when you choose a business that is exciting for you to be a part of. So please, if you're thinking of this, don't start a business just for cash, okay? Because that can be really a struggle. Don't start a business because you're like desperate this month. Start a a side hustle for cash? Sure. Start a side hustle, you know, to get extra cash in? Absolutely. But to go all in on a business usually takes a fair bit of planning and thought. And so do a lot of research before you make a jump like that. But one thing's for certain, if you are in a situation that you've been questioning every day, you've been on the fence like every day going, should I stay? Should I stay? Should I stay? No, (laughs) you shouldn't stay. Lots of research has evidenced that if you're questioning something that regularly, there's a problem. And you don't always have to leave the relationship entirely. You might. You might, you know, you might do these activities and just take and say, yeah, it's time to go. Um, or you might just leave the dynamic that you have created with this individual or the group that you're working with or the team that you're working with. And you might just go back and reinvent that dynamic with that person and discover there's something much better possible with them, no matter where you want to go and how you want to go. It's always going to start with you knowing who you are and what you stand for. The last thing that I want to leave you with in today's podcast is the idea that it's okay and even right to do this regularly. The program that I have that helps people figure out what they you know, want to do for a business is something that I will go back and do those activities at least once a year because I lose touch with what I care about. You know, what last year, one year ago, what was on my mind is the most exciting possible things that I could be doing with my time are different than now. And so not only do I invite you to do this, but I invite you to do this on a somewhat regular basis. I was talking to a very successful uh, business owner, entrepreneur yesterday, actually, and she was telling me that she and her husband revisit uh, and reconnect with their goals, who they are and what they want every six weeks. I can tell you that I do it at least every three to four months because here's something fun. When you do the kind of work that I've described in today's podcast of going down and looking at your roots and 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 seeing how you got to where you are so that you could start to envision a new future for yourself when you've looked at your past and you're like, "Ah, oh, those are the times that things were best. Okay, I'm going to create more experiences like that." When you want those leaves to reach up to the sky and to grow into your next possibility, you can't, you can't see now what's available for you in six months when you start down that journey. And so here's the thing. 
If you know you're meant to do something, if you know you're meant to do it and you start going down that path, here is the coolest thing of all. That is not always the path you are supposed to be on. Ah, but there is a side road off that path. The side road off that path is actually the path to your greatest destiny. And you never would have seen it unless you listen to the clues and follow your heart and went for that thing that you somehow know you need to do. So that is what I want to say to you this spring. It is World Earth Week. This is a what better week to talk about not just the renewal of the planet, but the renewal of you and all of the people on it to choose powerfully to live a life that fills our heart with joy and gladness. Because I have to think that if more people choose to be a part of the great rejuvenation, choosing employment that fills your cup, that fills your soul, well, I have to think that that is going to lead to a healthier, happier earth as well. That is it for today's podcast. When it comes to figuring out what you want next, the answers are already within you, just waiting to be discovered. And that is today's episode. Thinking vitamins with Jill McCabe. so much for tuning in and listening to my brand new Thinking Vitamins podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support the show, I'd be grateful if you'd take a moment to like, follow on your favorite platforms, and share with one or two of your friends who've been seeking more abundance. If you'd like additional resources, including a free copy of my book, It's Go Time, by visiting thinkingvitamins.com. That wraps up what I have for you today. Until next time, remember, when it comes to training your mind to expect success, repetition wins. Practice your thinking vitamins every day and you will become more abundant in every way. Change your mind and change your life. See you next week.